Beautiful. You ready to party? Mm-hmm. Get your lozenge and ready to go. I've got our cinnamon Jolly Ranchers. I'm so excited. Just I for me and Miss Moore. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I may have to steal one after this. Because if not, I'll go the whole time. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very loud. Minor today. tip, minor. Yeah. Welcome everyone to another pod. <laughs> <laughs> another podcast. Let me start over. Got that? <clears throat> no, I made. You know why you didn't say all right? For <clears throat> I know. Well, it's because they've already judged me about it before. I told you, Astra, I go, so what, how different is it going to be when you turn on your podcast voice yeah. that I hear in all the podcasts I listen to from y'all? Okay. I'm going to try better this time. Welcome to another episode of the My College Story podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. And we are here today with two of our favorite people, two of the better parts of the upper school team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not disagreeing. <laughs> we are with Allison Moore and Sarah White. Welcome, ladies. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> it's okay to be nervous. They're a little nervous. It's fine. No, yeah. they're not. You shouldn't be nervous. You're just chatting with us. Nobody else. Got it. She, she usually makes me prepare for these. I didn't prepare for this one because of you guys. I was like, this yeah. is going to oh, be easy. This is we, fun. we made that line really for y'all, not for us. Awesome. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> so why are we talking to them today, Mr. Motto? We've established that because they're fun. Because they're fun. Because they're our people. They are our people. We work closer with you two than we do with anybody else. So Definitely. Yeah. And we, and we always have fun. So we're going to have fun. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Verbal confirmation. Yes. All right. So let's start off with go back to your high school days. Think way back in the back of your mind. That's my like, have you ever heard the Calm app? Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like I went into the Calm app voice. Think about in the back of your mind, high school. Remember those days? It's a long time for us. Some of us, some of us, it takes a little bit harder to remember. So think about what what kind of student were you and what were you involved in? Who wants to go first? Go for it, Sarah. All right. Uh, So high school, I was a good kid. I mean, I did all my work. Um, I did what was asked of me. I did not go above and beyond. I think that shocks some people, especially students that I've taught throughout what. 12 years that's my 12th year teaching mm-hmm. um they always think that oh miss white has it together she was like this a stellar student but that's not necessarily what history has to show but <laughs> in high school i was the kid who did everything that was asked of them i was very involved in soccer and i was part of nhs we had a pal program peer assistance leadership yes. program so i was a pal junior and senior year um, and yeah, I mean, that's really all I did. School, leadership, soccer, check, check, check. There you go. Miss Moore. About the same. Um, graduated like number five out of 300 and something. So it was okay. very nice. Okay. Yeah, like, I just I had to throw that out there. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brag, sister, get it. Yeah, I left mine out because I was like, not going there. It was very, James, like, Kate, no pressure. No pressure wow. at all. Um, Big losers. No, right? <laughs> No, really. I mean, I was kind of like Sarah, like, 
if you gave me an assignment, I would do it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I'm very um, just driven, played sports, volleyball, track, basketball, um, yeah, just very driven, and I wouldn't say academics was like everything to me, but it definitely was important to me. Yeah. So thinking back still, what could you t- pinpoint what some of your passions were when you were in high school? And what kind of your visions for the future at that point were? You say passions, and I'm thinking, what's, what was I passionate about in high school? And I nothing really like, I didn't have that one thing that where I was like, oh, I'm headed down mm-hmm. this route, and this is my life, and whatever. But I mean, sports were important to me on a certain level. Academics were important to me on a certain level. Um, but I think it's, you know, I kind of grew up in a town similar to Tyler, and I think just kind of wanting to get out and after high school, like let's get out of high school and go and do. So that was kind of my focus. It's just what's, what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Yeah. Um, school was like your job. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you just have to do it. And so it definitely was not a passion. It was just, you know, like Allison said, do this assignment. Okay. Done. When I think of passion back then, soccer was definitely it. I mean, I played, on the school team, I played outside of school. I refed soccer games. Soccer was um, life. my life. Yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, it was my life until I moved to Tyler. Um, played in high school, played intramural in college, and then played as an adult, um, and then coached multiple years. So, I'd say soccer was the passion or the huge interest, but it wasn't something that I ever intended to pursue in a professional realm. But high school is when I really thought and decided to be a teacher but it wasn't until about junior senior year when it was like okay what are you going to go do in college I'm like well I want to teach but I still don't know what I want to teach and then I just realized I was really good at math and people were always asking me for help in math so apparently teaching in math became a passion just because of the college process I think yeah there you go and going back to soccer, you've blown your knee out how many times? <laughs> I've torn both ACLs. I've torn, I think, both meniscus. I can't remember if it's the same one as last time. Um, and I've had my knees, well, one of my knees cleaned out like three times. So when these kids walk around on crutches mm-hmm. like they currently are, I'm like, Miss mm, White's been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you've blown one of them out twice, right? So No. Oh. Um, I tore my left ACL junior year of high school. And when I did that, I tore my meniscus at the same time. And that's I've had that one cleaned out multiple times just because of continuing to play for years. And then the year before we moved here for me to come work at All Saints, um, playing on an adult social league, I tore the other ACL. And then it was like three months after that is when my husband tore his. So <laughs> our household has torn ACLs. Yeah. But, yeah, I've had my... Fair share of surgeries, mainly in the and knees. You did something to it during practice here when you that was a meniscus. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the life. <laughs> so yeah, no sympathy from Miss White on the kids on the crutches. That yeah, it can be a little hard. I mean, I have sympathy. They've never gone through it before, you know. But suck it up, take up. Yep. Suck Still it gotta up, do some stuff. <laughs> Miss White was giving therapy advice to somebody in the office the other day. Well, said student was trying to make excuses. Mm, yeah. So. It was great. It was great. <laughs> oh, All right. Thinking back 
to when you started applying to colleges and your admissions journey, what were you looking for in a school? And were there any non-negotiables that you had on your list when you were looking? Me? Um, okay, so my background is probably a little bit different because I ended up going to a school that everybody in my family went to. So it was kind of like, that's where, I mean, I was headed that way. That's where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. So when I applied to other schools, it was just to apply just as a backup, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I grew up in Tennessee and in Tennessee, everybody roots and goes to Knoxville almost. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I ended up going to Ole Miss where my family went to school. So really, honestly, I just knew I was going there. And I didn't want to follow the crowd and go to Knoxville. And I was lucky enough to have one of my friends that went with with me. So um, I didn't really have the application process that most of our kids have. And I kind of regret that and wish that I would have looked at more schools and wish I would have applied to more. But I kind of was just tunnel visioned. And um, so I didn't have anything on my list that I was necessarily looking for or not looking for in a school. So a little bit different of a story. Yeah, for me, I was going to be first generation, or I was first generation um, college applicant, but then obviously going to college for my family. So I had no family ties to any school. Mm-hmm. I did have like some cousins who, uh, that were the four that were older than me, went off to school. But just my immediately immediate household, my parents didn't go, and so. I went to a 5A public high school where the counselors, there's like, I don't know, like eight of them. They didn't help whatsoever. We, we didn't have y'all, mm-hmm. you know, when I was growing up really um, to, to be of help. And so my mom was the process. It was, okay, mom, what, what schools, where are we looking, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, obviously I went to Texas down in Austin and why I went there, I just, I don't know. 5A public school, let's go to a big school. That's just what you do. And I, you know, root for the Longhorns just because. Um, but I did apply to um, two other schools. I applied to TCU um, just to have a smaller school, but still very well known. And then my cousin had went there. And so I had already visited that campus. And that was, was pretty nice. By. Yeah, it was close by. It didn't have to be too far from, from family because this was going to be you know, three hours away, which doesn't seem that far, but I mean, three hours, if you're going to get in that car and go home, you, you know, your day is taken or your Mm -hmm. weekend is taken. And then I also applied to UT Tyler, actually. I was like, they got a teaching program. Let's stay even closer to home. Let's, or go East Texas where all my family is, or let's save some money. Mm -hmm. Because that was the other thing about, um, going to school was how are my parents going to help pay for this or pay um, because my dad had transitioned things at work that his income was not as what it was. And so I felt bad asking to go. And he I mean, obviously it all worked out and I went there. And it was really interesting though when I got my acceptances, I was accepted to all of the all the schools, but um in Texas back, you know, in two thousand six when I graduated, top ten percent was automatically accepted. And so I just knew I got that acceptance because mm-hmm. I was I was in that in that um, interval of kids, but TCU was not an automatic thing. So when I got that um, letter um, saying that I got in, I was so excited. I was like, I earned this. Like I got in. This is amazing. And my mom goes, but you got into Texas. I go, 
yeah, but it was automatic. And she goes, but your hard work made it automatic. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really interesting. Like the school that I wanted to go to or thought I wanted to go to was not the one that I was so excited about because it was just check the box, get the application in. So yeah. it was it was interesting that I actually had a difference of emotion when mm-hmm. the letters came in. Yeah. Did y'all get snail mail letters like I did? Yes, and okay. when you got that Just big checking. package, like, yeah. <gasps> I know what that means. Okay. You don't that... want the thin envelope. No. They don't know what that is today. Yeah. The thin envelope. Yeah. So what? So everything is just through email now, right? Like mm-hmm. acceptance. Or okay. portals. portals. I mean, a oh, lot of schools right, do yeah. then afterwards send you stuff. But like, they let you know initially. Yeah, because we had somebody last week that was like, oh, yeah, I got into this school, but I forgot to check my portal, so I got something in the mail, and then I checked my portal. I'm like, oh, uh, that's why you check your portal. <laughs> check your email. I guess it's just, again, the generation of um, instant feedback mm-hmm. or instant info rather than the snail mail. That's right. Snail mail. That's right. Right. Well, the colleges now have a release date and time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, th- some of the highly selective schools will say, we're going to release it on this date at this time. In this time zone. So that's one of the students are like, can I check my portal, Miss White? I know we have mm-hmm. class, but can I check it? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just get to know. Like literally stalking the mailman every day. Like what, mm-hmm. what could possibly come today? Not a lot. <laughs> a lot of bills. A lot of magazines. A lot of magazines. Okay, so Sarah, you had three schools that you applied to. And then, Allison, you said you only applied to one. Nope, I applied to Ole Miss. I did apply to Tennessee. I applied to North Carolina because I went to church camp um, every summer in North Carolina. I think they pretty much let me know that if I got accepted there, it would be like, you know, bottom of the totem pole. And that's fine. Um but again, I just did it to get to the process. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew where I was going. Kind of knew that I would get into Ole Miss. <laughs> no offense, Ole Miss. Um, <laughs> but so I was just focused towards that. Yeah. So it wasn't a big tough decision because you kind of knew yeah. what you were wanting to do. Yeah. So, Sarah, when it came down to it, was it a tough decision between TCU and UT? Yeah. I mean, I remember. Um, going to Austin to tour the school finally mm-hmm. and we got in the car after the tour no we were walking down the hill which I know this hill that has back my hand now I know this campus but at that time I was like how do we get back to the car I don't know where the heck we are like I'm lost, lost. and we lost. got in the car and I cried I was emotional I was like this place is huge how am I going to find my way around because I'm used to I mean at least a 5a public school I mean it's hallways like you're only right here on this block of land. But now we're talking about, you know, going to acres and walking miles. Um, so I, I got a little emotional about going that far from home because I never, I didn't grow up going to camp or anything. So this was a huge um, decision for me to go that far away. And again, it's only three hours, mm-hmm. but that was a lot. And so it came down to the only reason I wanted to go to TCU or UT Tyler is to be close to home, not really for any other reason. Mm-hmm. Texas, I wanted to go to a big school. I wanted to have the football games and everything. And so I just said, my dad said, we're going to figure it out. You'll be fine. Let's do it. I said, okay, let's go, dad. Let's do it. So, I mean, it was an emotional thing because yeah. I had... Thought I wanted to go to Texas, and then when I finally went on that tour, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. 
near that little bush. Yes. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> so you guys both went to big state schools. Sarah, you mentioned that you knew you wanted to teach, but you just didn't know what. How how quickly did you figure out what you wanted to teach? Um, and then, Miss Moore, what did you want to? Did you know what you wanted to do when you started at Ole Miss? So. Yeah, so I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Um, growing up, I have lots of lots of family members who can remember coming over to the house, and I was that little girl pointing her finger, you know, <laughs> at that. you, you know, like, like a teacher does, you know, Sarah, sit down or whatnot. And I always loved to play school. I love school supplies. I love office supplies. <laughs> that has not changed ha- at all. Exactly. Not changed or gone away whatsoever. That is, if love language can be gifts, just school supplies, office supplies, that is Miss White. How excited were Jay, you? Are, Jay, are you listening? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting were you that I got her a new pack of pens yes, this morning? Yes, pack of pens. She was like, oh. Yes. <laughs> So she doesn't um, have forty-two other pins on her desk. Not at all. But they're so pretty. Yes. Um, Is it the G two? No. No, they're the tool. T U L from Office Depot, Office Max. They're so nice. Um, So I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I loved playing school growing up. I think that's why my brother ended up hating school because, like, whatever his homework was from school, that was like our (laughs) classwork. I was cool back in the day. Um, And so (laughs) it was. It was high school when I determined it was math. That's yeah. when I figured it out. Um, again, I just had had friends in class. They're like, Sarah, what are we doing? Not that I knew it all the time. I wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, straight hundreds or anything like that. Like, I had to work at it. But then they would walk away and be like, oh, that makes so much more sense. And I'm like, I said the same thing the teacher said. Or I'm like, oh, I kind of said it differently. And that's when I was like, if I am being this helpful as just someone in the class, Think of all the students who probably aren't going to like math, that I could at least make it to where they don't hate it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have to. They're not going to have the love relationship I have with math, but they don't have to hate it. Yeah. So it was. It was right before I went off to school to college that I decided it was going to be math. So did you go in as a math major, or did you go in as an education major? A full-on math major, because for secondary education. Um, you want the degree in the subject field. And then I was also a part of the you teach program so that while I was getting my degree in math, I was also getting my certification. So I was getting experiences in a lot of the schools in Austin through student teaching and things like that. Um, and then when the the end came, I took the tests and everything. So when I graduated, I was a fully certified um, teacher. Nice. That's so good. So yes, I went in with a plan and came out with that checkbox done. Didn't change anything. That's a rare situation right there. There people. it is. Mm-hmm. Only Sarah White will come in with the same plan she leaves with. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sure yours is exactly the same. No, no, it's not. Um, no, I did. I did go in knowing I wanted to do psychology, and I and I. I think it's just I took a you know one of your high school classes and it was the only thing that really was like hmm this is interesting I could delve more into this but as I got to school and you know my parents were paying for my tuition and thinking about my future my dad's like Mm-mm, what are you going to do with this job which with, <laughs> there's about nothing you can do with a psychology major unless you go to grad school and so then he made me switch over to business and I hated it Hated oh, it. Come on, accounting, Laurel. finance, numbers. No, new. <laughs> so then I switched back, and um, and then I ended up getting a master's. So yeah, 
And you were a practicing school counselor for a while, weren't you? I was for five years before we moved to Tyler. We lived in Little Rock and I worked in a predominantly free reduced lunch school. So it was a little challenging at times. And I, I was young, no kids, thought I was going to save them all. And, um, you know, did my share of phone calls to authorities and house visits. And then after three years, I was like, I'm moving to the burbs. <laughs> so I moved out the outskirts of Little Rock and had a fabulous job and was there for two years. And then we moved here and I stayed home with the babies. I think Kate was eight months at that time. So they were little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was fun. great. Yes. I would go back in a heartbeat. But I'm here. Yeah. You're not I was like, wait a minute. Can't go anywhere. I'm here. So, okay. College obviously is fun. Mm-hmm. So tell us about some of your most memorable experiences, whether that's academic experiences, maybe some tailgating experiences okay. in the Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did you guys travel abroad? Any fun internships? Maybe any professors that stood out? Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, let's, let's start on the academic part. <laughs> I know you're all waiting for me to say this on the podcast. Well, we all know the story. I know. So, you know, lovely Miss White here who has been awesome growing up. Um, my school definitely, my high school definitely did not prepare me for college. And I'm just going to add some of these students that are going to listen to this already know this. So secrets already been out. I went through one semester at UT, did not do well, and was put on academic probation. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so it got, it, I mean, it wasn't like horrible, like I made D's and everything. It was just, you know, like two D's and that was enough, like ineligibility mm-hmm. rules, right? And so I had to take on this study skills class to learn how to study, which was very beneficial. <laughs> I mean, I made it all the way through Texas, so obviously I didn't get kicked out, but um, I got put on academic probation because of the grades and I had a certain timeline at which the grades had to be brought back up to a certain you know GPA or something to then go through but that was that was really sad and shocking like I wasn't super emotional about it but I was caught off guard to some extent I mean I knew what my grades were looking like at the time but I didn't know I guess to what extent I don't know you you know you get two papers in a class and that's your grade um so it was kind of sad because I was like you know I wasn't sure about coming here I came here now this is happening it just was like oh my goodness was this a good idea but um you know I grew from it and I take that um that learning opportunity and I think it honestly helped me become a better teacher and all. Yeah. And to be completely honest, the the grace that I give to kids. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a believer in natural consequences for sure. But I think part of the teacher heart inside of me is from that experience that I had to go through. Um, but from that, I was able to travel abroad. Um, and through my teaching program at UT, we did an exchange type program where there's a, um, a university in France that has the same type of teaching program. And so they would come here for two weeks 
and see what American education, what the American education uh, system looks like. So I hosted Jane for two weeks in my apartment. I took her to um, my classes or to my job. I took her to the high school that I was student teaching at. And so she got to see what that was about. That was interesting. Um, Where did you student teach? At... um, Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. No, I can't think of it. Public school? Um, yeah, public school. Definitely Title I. Uh, it starts with a C. I think it starts with a C. Um, your wife would know the name of the school. Of course probably. she would. Um, I had to pass by Dan's McCallum? Hamburgers. No. Wasn't McCallum? To, to get down there. No. I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me randomly in a moment. Um But then what happened on the flip side, like they came here before spring break. And then what we did after graduation is we went there for two weeks. So she hosted me at her place. Mm -hmm. And so I got to go and see what schools are like there. I mean, I even got to go see a middle school, not just her high school kids. I got to go see middle school as well. And so it's pretty neat. I got to see, it's the only time I've ever been out of the country. Honestly, that was the second trip I've ever been on where I had to fly at that point in my life. And I flew by myself. That was crazy. But um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I got to see France, go to Paris. I mean, I traveled a little bit around during those uh, two weeks. Um, It's really cool. There you go. Crockett High School. Yes. Yes. Crockett. (laughs) Man, oh, man. (laughs) Crockett High School. I wish I had traveled more. I think that's something that, um, I don't know, I regret. I've never been overseas. And I wish I had taken some time to do that. But when I think back, there wasn't really any time. I mean, I went to summer school. And then when I graduated undergrad, I wanted to go straight into grad because I was scared that once I left, I wouldn't come back. You know what I mean? Uh But I think there are a lot of kids that I see out here that that some of them talk about a gap year. And do you think that's – what's your thought on those? Like, I wish – I think it depends on the student. It depends on the student. We don't get many. I haven't – I mean, in my time doing this, I've had, I think, one student truly do a gap year. And then go back to school. And, and then go back to school. Yeah. Yep. I figured so much. I, part of me wishes I would have done that, but then I think, would I have done it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would have Like, between back in. Mm-hmm. your bachelor's yes. and master's yes. or? No, not, not after high school. Yeah. I was too young. No. Ooh, no. Um, after graduating my, with my undergrad, I wish I would have taken a year. But then again... I'm glad I jumped back in and just did it. So no internships, nothing out of the ordinary. I didn't, I I can't think of any professors that I say just grab me. Do you have one? Yeah, I forgot about those two professors. Yeah, one of my professors, um, he was both in the math department and in the education, the School of Education at UT and is actually one of the co-founders or whatnot of the graduate program I went into after undergrad. So he was someone I really got to know. Um, He couldn't write me a letter of rec for grad school because he was one of the program coordinators. But my Cal 1 uh, professor, Calculus 1, Yuri Treisman, which um, Neely Pate, when she went to Texas, that was her calculus professor, and so her and I had a little moment of That's nerding fun. out on it all. But um, he is one of those that, uh, or one of the ones that works or was, I don't know if he has any more, but founding or president of some, some leadership role of the Dana Center down there. And there's some curriculum and things that come out of it. Um, 
but I got to TA his class the rest of after freshman year um so second third and fourth year of college I was a TA for Cal 1 Cal 2 and a, a tutor as well so I got to know him pretty well I forgot about that Ugh. I forgot about that question. Cal one, Cal Cal two. Calculus. No, thank you. Only you can make calculus a song. (laughs) It sounded exciting. It sounded so cute and lovely. (laughs) Okay, so you guys both did grad school. Yes. Tell us about that experience. Mine was awesome. So... When I graduated, I some of my uh, friends stayed and did an extra year of getting their master's in teaching. So mine was a two-year program, but there, theirs was a one-year. So it was just like a continuation of mm-hmm. what we were already doing. And then, um, and then I lived on my own for a year, and that was kind of like, okay, you know, like gotta figure something out here. Um, but grad school was great. It was in psychology. It was a lot of um, I had to do a lot of practice like mm-hmm. we'd have students come in and we'd have to talk and everything and I was quite shy I know that's shock wow. shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very shy so for me to pull stuff up and mm-hmm. dig into somebody's life and all that stuff was a little intimidating but it was a very good experience very glad I did it because you have to have like a crazy amount of hours to be certified yeah I wish I could pop that number off in my head it's but like, I have no idea it's a uh, I have a couple of friends that just finished and it's like years worth of hours it's crazy so I think I told you all this but I wanted to do clinical psychology at Uh first so I went down that path and then I started taking all these classes and realized how heavy Mm. that material is and everything and I was like no we're gonna go kids so um so then I shifted which I'm very glad I did but yeah it was a great experience and was that at Ole Miss as well yes okay Mm -hmm. Oh, you did them both there I did yeah okay so Sarah tell us about yours um, so I went straight into graduate school after undergrad, undergrad just like Allison. Mm-hmm. So it was graduation, next day, hop on the plane, two weeks in France, come back. I think I came back on a Saturday, and Monday grad school started. Ooh, so fun. that so was my, summer? yes, it started mm-hmm. in summer. It was a program for teachers. So believe it or not, the degree is in math. <laughs> So yes, Miss White has two degrees in math. Um, it is a Master's of Arts because it was through the College of Education because mm-hmm. it's for math educators. So some of the classes were strictly math and some of them were strictly education, awesome. right? Um, you know, when I think back as to why I even did it, um, I don't like I don't regret it or anything like that, but. I don't really use much of anything from that. Now, not to say that all the math classes I took as an undergrad do I use, because obviously I do not. Um, but in graduate school, I think it was, I think it was just a sheer fact that I had a group of friends that were math majors going through the UTeach program to be teachers had d- decided, hey, Dr. Daniels is having this graduate program, well, let's do it, because we've had his class for like every year or every semester. And so all of a sudden I'm applying to graduate school. So I just, on a whim, it happened and it worked out that I could get a job and go to school. So it worked for teachers. So during the academic year, you were doing an online class. And then during the summer, you went to campus every day for the entire summer and you took three classes in 
what it was is you'd go in for three weeks and it'd be one class and it was a solid three hours of class. And then we would group together and go have lunch and then do homework together, Mm -hmm. then go home. And at this time I was married. So I have to drive up to Round Rock to my house and then come back down to campus um, the next day, three hours of, of class, lunch, let's do the work. And then during the school year, it was, you know, full-time teacher, coach. I was coaching soccer already at that point. And um, then before I go to bed, do my stats homework. Yeah. So I I think oh, it, it was good. <laughs> it was, I mean, I had a blast because I was with my friends. I had a blast doing but, math. But, yes, I had a blast doing my math. But, um, but it was nice that you moved know. up with the same people that you yes. had been with the last four years. Yes, it was, a, it was a cohort situation. So we were all together every single course the entire time. And it took two years to do. But I can't say I would have done it had I not had somebody else mm-hmm. there, even though they weren't doing the same thing I was. I, I don't know. I don't, mm, that's just my personality. Yeah. How's that making you feel about the program super you're about stress, to start? Super yeah. stressed out. Mm. Super stressed. Yeah, I got an email from my girl the other day. Hey, you haven't completed this. I'm like, oh my God, when am I going to do that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you gotta find you gotta find the routine, the oh, rhythm with the balance of work and school. It happened. I mm-hmm. gotta figure that out before I start the class too. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to figure it out before it starts. You don't know what's required. I know. But I don't know. I'm Not thinking of going me back. Out, it's fine. You're thinking of going back? I am, but yeah, you don't does. know. Yeah. yeah, and then we all know when she starts researching it because then I start getting ads somehow on my phone because they were researching it one day and I was apparently too close and then I started popping up on all my social media. Yes, that is right. I'm using the resources we have and Mm -hmm. talking with Brian Motto Mm -hmm. about going back to school. That's awesome. Not today, though. Not Not today. until after homecoming. (laughs) Yeah, let's get homecoming and then I'll start. No. No, not that soon. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I want to do yet. So, I'm going to guess it's going to be more math. No, No. it's not going to be math because, oh, I can guarantee it's not going to be math. I want to probably do something in a leadership or curriculum um, because this one's not going to be a master's, I don't think. I mean, I'm going back. Why why do a master's? Why not? She wants that fancy gown and hat. Yeah. I'm not calling you Dr. White. Dr. White. I mean, it's not like you call me Master White, so... That's the joke. I'm going to require that, Master Davis. <laughs> once I graduate um, with my master's, degree. good luck with that. Jay tries to get our friends or anyone to say Master White, and I'm like, is no that, one does that. You don't. That an you don't do anything. Title, I don't no, think so. no. I think we should start. We didn't pay enough money mm-hmm. for the right. for that to be. A, you. Yeah. You. Okay. okay, so off to, off off page here. You guys both went to well. Any school can has. Tons of different aspects, right? We can find fun stuff at the most boring place in the world. So you guys both went to places that uh, are, are fun. They're known to be fun places. So give us a fun story. Come on. Give us a fun, appropriate, appropriate story. story. <laughs> Sarah, you look like you've got something brewing, so I'm going to let you go first because you're laughing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Okay. F- fun. Let's. We're going with fun here. I joined a co-ed service organization is what it is technically called because it can't be Greek life since it's co-ed. But anyways, I joined and I had to pledge and do all the things for um, Alpha Phi Omega. And people probably don't know who they are, but when you go to a Texas game, 
and you have the big Texas flag on the field for a pregame show, that is my group. And so I have been on that field for home football games multiple times. And I'm going to tell you, running that flag is no joke. (laughs) When people fall, I never fell. But um, the person holding the flag next to me when we were, like, doing a circle or doing something, which means you can't really do a circle, but you're running around, um, person falls, and I'm like, well, I can't stop. So I just hurdle over the person. (laughs) Because the show must go on. (laughs) But... Yeah, hardcore. Things we didn't know about Sarah White. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's fun. Are we talking about like flags like no, no, not on the pole. Like no, one no, no, big flag. The the big, big, big one that takes up like half the field, not the band with the flag uh-huh, twirler uh-huh, people. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of those cheerleaders. Some people, like the cheerleaders. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No jeans. White button down that has an embroidered longhorn. I got this in my closet, by the way. I guess I need to wear it on you a dress have that up for day. day or something. And it ha- I think it has your name on it because I mean you got to spend the money on that shirt. And so you, if you didn't have that one yet because you couldn't get it as a pledge, you had to wait after pledge semester, and then you could order one if you wanted to. And so yeah, I had I no idea big, that, big flag. that those people were part of a. Yes, I, I just figured it was like a lottery. Like you get to you get to hold yeah. the flag this game. No, and then That's you get cool. to you get to go to the game without having to go through the whole student ticket line for a football that tickets. Was, and that's Bam. why you do it. And that's the reason, right there. <laughs> well, I didn't know they did the flag until I joined, and that was just like one of the components. Like you had to have a certain number of service hours to remain active and things. Mm-hmm. And so each of the families within our system would um, was in charge of certain things, and so. Um, the flag, y'all. There's running the flag was a deal. Video footage of her. Oh yeah, there is. I mean, we had practices. <gasps> We'd go to the practice field and get the flag out to know what we're gonna do. Because then you gotta gather the flag up to get it off the field. So what I'm hearing is that we need an All Saints flag that goes out at every game. And Miss White is not part of it. Miss <laughs> White's gonna teach them how to do it. Her um, knees are too jumped she, up. Because <laughs> she's got experience on how to. Quickly fold up that flag and push it out. And you just, if yeah. somebody drops, you just, you just hurdle over. over them. Just keep running. We have, we oh, may have yeah. too many injured students to do yeah, that. Yeah, crutches, crutches cannot go. Yeah. No, that goes under the random abilities, skills that we have. Man, I've never on. thought about that as um, when we're asked questions like that, like, uh, what was it, like a year or two ago? It was like, what's a random fact? And the kids did a cahoot trying to figure out who yeah. the fact went to. I didn't even think of that. Can't use it now. No. <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny. What about you, Allison? Well. Anything weird and random? I did not hold a flag. <laughs> <laughs> I was not smart to be in a group like that. Um, no, I mean, we just, you know, Ole Miss is just like any other school, but you can have a good time. And we did, and we... It's it's so for those of you who don't know where Oxford is, it's it's a very small town and with a lot of smaller towns around it. But Memphis is about an hour away, so we would go and hang out in Memphis some. But because we were close to Memphis and to Graceland, there was a place about forty five minutes outside of Oxford that sometimes late at night after dinner, we would um, ear quotes dinner. <laughs> We would drive to Graceland 2, which is this guy who lived in a house. The number 2 or T-O-O? I think it was the number 2. So, like, it was definitely this guy who was obsessed with Elvis. It was probably, I think it was a father-son duo now that I think back. 
And this has creep written all oh, over it. So you would knock on the door. It was a really late dinner, so it was about one or two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you'd knock on the door, and they would come in full costume. <gasps> and you'd tour his house like you would tour Graceland. And he would have all this memorabilia of um, his obsession with Elvis. And you would kind of just go tour his house late at night, Graceland too. Baseball. Did you find Is it still open? Oh, I had to look it up. It is, let's see, Shrine Dedicated. Uh, Holly Springs, Springs. That's 40 miles south of the yeah. original Graceland. Oh, man. That's my fun. That's going to be <laughs> the and next. It is, it is T-O-O. Graceland T-O-O. Two. Graceland two. Also. Also. Graceland. <laughs> also. Costs $5 to enter. Um, That's accurate. I remember that. That's that's that is like not $5. I feel like that price hasn't changed since I've been there way back in the day. Hmm. You hadn't kept up with inflation, huh? I'm... I would be surprised if he's still alive. I mean, uh, attraction closed in 2014. <gasps> oh, oh man, no. that's hilarious though. They all just like, let's go to Graceland Listen, too, y'all. When, when you when you don't have a lot to do in a small I town, it. you find yeah. you find weird things like that. I, or you said weird. I was going to say something else, but yes, yes, interesting. <laughs> So I took this show down. What I'm hearing is that Allison knows a lot about Elvis from her experience at El- at Graceland uh, too. I wish I didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good times. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's time for words of wisdom. We're gonna try and make it fast. Okay. Words of wisdom. Now that you're on the other side and seeing students going through the college process and/or about to see your own student. Allison, go through this process. What piece of advice would you give them today? Well, now that I am going through this process with James, I kind of would like to let him travel to more schools than I did. I don't think I went to anything besides Ole Miss. I mean, I've been to Knoxville a ton, but I definitely did not take advantage of getting in the car and go in and stepping foot on campuses that I may or may not have Mm -hmm. interest in. It does not hurt at all, can only help. I mean, there could have been that one campus. I mean, I always thought about roads in Memphis. Never went to it, that was right down the road. Why would I not go visit there? Um, So anyway, that's what I need to get on the ball with my own child about. Um, And definitely um, just gathering as many experiences as you can, whether that's travel or not, whether that's an internship or not, whether that's just doing something to figure out what you like in a career or not, but just kind of building those experiences rather than just going, okay, I graduated and now I'm, you know, just following the next step and going to college and just branch out a little bit, do something different. Beautiful. I would say definitely utilize the two of you. Oh, yeah. That was not, uh, again, something that I had access to. My mom literally at work, I mean, let's be honest, when I was in school, in high school, dial-up internet was a thing. So hopefully the internet would work or not. She didn't know. So mom would do research at work and bring it back home for me to look at after school and stuff. And so just talking to y'all about well, what schools offer these things because I mean I knew I wanted to be a teacher then all of a sudden I knew I wanted to be a math teacher well was Texas the right school was there another school was there a, a probably a better fit I don't know I loved my time at Texas and don't regret it whatsoever so I think it was perfect for me yeah but 
I didn't know of other places. Or how do you look at scholarships or how do you find um, other forms of scholarships? Um, and I'm sure all that has changed throughout the years and there's more of them out there than there were back then. I don't really know. But to do your research and your homework and know what's available to you or how to find it and don't don't wait till the last minute. <laughs> That's okay. None of them do that. You don't have to say that all along. That's fine. I know. None of them did that yesterday. <laughs> Brian's given the evil eye. Nobody did that yesterday and came in and said, oh, by the way, I'm applying to this school today and I need a rec letter for that. Mm. That didn't happen yesterday, did it? I'm pleading fifth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So thinking back to your college experience, is there anything, I think you've talked about a little bit, but is there anything that you wish you would have done that you would have done differently like both of us have said we didn't do study abroad and we wish we would have done oh, study absolutely abroad. there's something that you would have gone back and done differently or done because you didn't get to or you didn't take the ex- uh, advantage of the experiences that you had I mean the travel for me is definite like whether that came in between my two degrees or after the last one I don't know but I do wish I would have studied abroad or just kind of anywhere i Travel mean just more than just yeah. to graceland too and yeah that. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of learning to go on there though <laughs> that's true um but that is one thing for sure that i i regret but again i don't know on the flip side if i would have if i did it in between my two degrees if i would have come back and immediately mm-hmm. gotten my master's so it's the unknown for me, I had a lot of personal family stuff going on my second year of school, and so I was not as involved in my um, in Alpha Phi Omega as I was first year, and I definitely didn't because I had pulled back so much. I didn't really go back in fully uh, once my family life got better, but. Not that I could have controlled my family life, but the emotional setback it put on me and some of the choices I had made because of that, I think kept me from being more involved in yeah. other groups or things. And that's what I feel like I missed out on. Um, not an actual regret, like, oh man, I really wish. I just, I'm kind of like, oh, it kind of stinks. I had to go through that, which I mean, has made me the person I am. So I'm thankful yeah. for what I've learned through that experience. But I'm like, man, I kind of wish I was able to have tried something else out um, while I was there. Or possibly have gone to those soccer tryouts and played. Ooh. How about that? I don't know. Don't could know. could have been? I almost did it. But then I said, mm, I don't want to blow another knee. <laughs> well, fast <laughs> forward a couple of years. <laughs> but it would have happened anyway. whether you were there or here or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Anything else? Any other burning questions so. you have? No, it's fun just to listen to you guys talk about your experiences. Yeah. I kind of feel like Allison needs to lead a stretch trip to Graceland 2. Graceland And two. then to the real Graceland so they can compare. Compare. But it's closed. False news I feel like you could kind of give the tour. I think you have to sign a book when you get in there, and I think I can be like, go check 2000, whatever. It's really whatever. You might see a couple signatures. That's awesome. Your community service aspect could be like reviving it, getting it back to its mm-hmm. original state. I think it needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, sad. It lived its life. Um, anyway. Oh, man. 
I have so many more questions about that. We can talk about that later. All right. Well, thanks y'all for coming. It wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. No. Very fun. Very fun. All right. Well, be sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ASES College. Um, And subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications every Thursday or possibly Friday if we're running late like we did last week. But that's okay. So uh, thanks for listening to another episode of My College Story. Wow, 53 minutes. That was a lot. But we started earlier. Thank you.